0: Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed Show, the place where ordinary people become extraordinary by finding the path to financial freedom through entrepreneurship, side hustles, and passive income. We have already blazed the path, showing you how to retire early and have financial independence so you will never work for someone else again. Successfully
1: Unemployed, your place for freedom.
2: It is time for the Successfully Unemployed Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit your J-O-B, that nine-to-five just overbroke job by having any way other than working a nine-to-five job to make money for your family, to provide for yourself and your family by making money being an investor, an entrepreneur, a side hustle expert, a YouTuber, a podcaster, anything possible to not work for somebody else in a nine-to-five J-O-B and become successfully unemployed. Now, what's great is today I'm bringing on two experts at creating niche sites, not just niche sites, but sites that make them money. They create many sites, get content put out there, and they make money through either ads or courses or coaching or something like that. But they've done it over and over again, and they literally teach people how to do this. So I am super excited to have these experts on, which they are actually being paid right now by their own customers, teaching them how to do exactly what it is that they're coming on Successful Unemployed Show to teach us for free, isn't that awesome? So you guys are in a great position to get started just like these two experts have done. And I want you also to get started. I want you to not put anything off. Don't put it off for tomorrow. Don't put it off for next week or next month or next year. When is the best time to plant a tree? Well, it was 20 years ago. The second best time is today. You need to start today. And I want to give you my best-selling book, How to Quit Your Job with Passive Income, completely for free. In the book, I'm going to give you the 10 best ways to start passive income. And one of them is exactly what we're going to be talking about today. And I want to get you my best-selling book for free. Go to successfullyunemployed.co forward slash free book. Forward slash free book, it's all one word. And I want to show you The amazing thing about working one time and getting paid over and over and over again. Now, in your current J-O-B, your nine to five just over broke job, you are working one time and then getting paid one time. Imagine working one time for your boss and saying, hey boss, keep paying me over and over and over again for what I just did. They're gonna say, no way, that's not gonna work. Well, we found ways to do that. Go to successfullyunemployed.co. Forward slash free book. Okay, let's jump into today's show where we're going to be talking with two fantastic experts at how to create niche sites and sites that create income for ourselves so we can be successfully unemployed. All right, let's do this. All right, everybody, I am super excited for today's show, the Successful Unemployed Show. I am really excited to have my guests on today. They are the owners of Income School, as well as many other businesses as well. They're great online entrepreneurs, and I'm super excited to have Jim and Ricky on the show with me today. Hey, guys, thank you so much for being here. We're glad to be here. Man, you guys are fantastic. I've been watching lots of your videos. You have so much great content out there, but I want to jump right into how do you guys make money and not have to work a job in order to provide for your families?
1: You'll take that or let me take Yeah, either one. <laughs> uh, so what we do is we create blogs and YouTube channels uh, to gather an audience in a particular industry. We're in all kinds of industries, pets, knives, photography, RVs, everything, yeah. um, hunting and guns, just all kinds of different different sites that we've done. Um, we gather, get traffic, get YouTube subscribers, and then we find ways to monetize it. Sometimes with a, it's with an affiliate deal where we're getting a commission for sending a sale to a store uh, or with info products that's a big one selling online courses um, or a- ads on a website, a variety of different things. But that's really what it's about is gather an audience and then monetize it.
0: And then we do the same thing within the internet marketing space. Um, we gather an audience and we teach them how to do this as well, um, and that also generates an income stream for us. Just teaching other people how to do what we do every day.
2: And I saw—I think I saw just recently one of the videos. You said you guys made a million dollars in one year. Is that correct? From all the businesses?
0: Yep, that was that was. Last year,
2: we've, we've improved quite
1: a bit since then.
0: <laughs> yep, beat that this year too.
2: Okay, okay. So I watched an old video that apparently yeah that was that was our uh,
0: beginning of January 2019 video talking about 2018. So
2: yep, good for you guys. Okay, so that is really really awesome. Now take us back before you even started any of these websites before you even knew how to make money online, and talk uh, talk to us a little about your back history, just working a regular job, and then realizing. That this is actually possible, and how you got into it.
0: Well, there's actually a fantastic story. Um, I'm, I'm gonna let Jim tell as much of his story as he wants, but um, this is my shameless plug. <laughs> Jim just wrote a book, um, and in the book, there's a chapter that just like lays out Jim's exact situation. Um, what was that about 10 11 years ago? Yeah, um, that paints a pretty bleak picture of where things were. Yeah. Um, but
1: I'll let Jim tell us. We were, we were living in a hotel, books. my wife and I, um, uh, we had graduated from, a. Uh, I got my bachelor's degree and it was 2009 and nothing was happening. Uh, even fast food restaurants wouldn't even take my resume. Um, I, there was just nothing. Our car broke down and we were down and out. Um, and I was, a. my son was like, four weeks old and we were on the other side of the country a place we'd never been and it was pretty bad and i worked at the dollar store i finally got a job there and while i was at the dollar store i started listening to podcasts just to dull the boredom Um, and some of those podcasts were teaching internet marketing Um, and i was just listening to everything so I was like whatever uh, and I heard people who were making real money uh, online doing what we're doing now. And uh, I didn't realize it at the time, but it was a blessing in disguise to just have a lot of time sitting there listening to how to do things. I started my first online business, uh, Photography website called Improve Photography that I've since sold that business, uh, but I ran it for many years as my full-time income and earned millions of dollars uh, from it. Uh, all from starting at the dollar store and listening to podcasts. And meanwhile, Ricky was working in corporate America as a yeah. chemical engineer.
0: <laughs> yep, I so I went and
1: got a bachelor's degree
0: in chemical engineering, and I I thought, you know, man, like. I've got it made. Jim, I don't know what Jim's doing, but I got it made. I was at a dollar
1: store. (laughs) I
0: I went and got a good job, right? As a chemical engineer, I was making a good income. Um, and then I was working, uh, they, they moved me into headquarters where I was working in marketing, um, and working on an MBA at the same time. I mean, just everything going awesome. Um, and then I was just dying to move back to Idaho. Um, we were, I was living in Dallas, Texas at the time. And, um, Jim calls me up out of the blue and is like, Hey, so this blogging thing's working out for me really well. And I actually had to interview him or got to interview him for uh, business school. Oh, I forgot I, that. I had to interview an entrepreneur. I think that's why my name was like top of your mind. Uh, <laughs> I had to interview somebody for business for an entrepreneurship class. And so um, Jim's telling me all about what he's doing because I asked him to. And I was really intrigued. And then a little while later, out of the blue, um, he sends me a text. He's like, "Hey, I want to talk to you about something." So we started talking, and he uh, mentioned he had just started this new website, Income School. Um, we started working together, and uh, then I graduate with my MBA, and the very first day back at work, they laid me off. <laughs> yeah, they. I'm like, "You guys just helped me pay for an MBA, and then you like kick me out the door." Um, but I was, I was good, I was good at the work I did. So uh, a couple months later I had a job in Idaho, um, got me back here. Um, again, corporate America is a good job, but it was mind numbing for me uh, most days. Uh, but fortunately I had income school to work on and within, what, less than three years of moving to Idaho, um, I left two and a half years later. So that's, that's our backstory in a few minutes.
2: (laughs) Man, that is fantastic. And I, uh, Jim, living in a hotel, I mean, that's just, oh man, mind blowing, especially um, think of people that like would have to live in their cars or something like that. And then Ricky getting laid off. I mean, (laughs) you were going through school and then get laid off. I got laid off. I worked for the county government in California. Nobody gets laid off or gets fired from the government, but (laughs) apparently I did. And so it was, So I got into investing in real estate. That's where I made all my money. But I wanted to bring you on because of the businesses that you guys have created. And imagine, nowhere in no no time in history of the world has anybody been able to do anything like we're doing now with making money with online resources, online sites.
1: That is true. I have to give an example of that because it never has been like this. Um, So we started a secret YouTube channel. And I say secret because we reveal all our all our niche websites. We'll give you the URL. You can go to them and see them. That's extremely rare. Anybody in this game who's, you know, they don't want to tell anybody which their niche is, et cetera, where they're making money, how they're making money, et cetera. We'll show you all our sites. This one is brand new. And if we gave out the YouTube channel, we'd have our whole audience flood to it and it would take off immediately and make it look easier than it really is. And so when we start something for about six months, we don't tell anybody uh, what it is until we uh, can prove that we can build it from scratch with no unfair advantages. We started it, I think we're to 13, 14 weeks ago that we started this channel from scratch and we're already at $1,000 a month with it. Um, We've made whatever, 20 videos, uh, 20 videos and it's at $1,000 a month now. Um, it's, it never, ever, ever has been like this. Both of us have had experiences just like walking down the street where people are stopping us saying, Hey, you're that guy from the YouTube channel. And we're like, Oh yeah, you must watch income school. And they're like, no. And they say, no, they're watching our new channel. That's brand new. They'd never heard of us before. Um, it, it's never been like that ever in the history of the world that somebody from a cell phone can record themselves and reach a vast audience. Like, I mean, we're not quite, we're maybe half a million people have seen us on that channel in, in such a short amount of time with so little put into it, creating 20 videos. The world out there is crazy in internet marketing. Uh, it's just so exciting what you can do.
2: That's fantastic. Now, how many different um, sites or uh, you said knives, camping? Um, yeah, this new one. How many total do you have?
1: Oh, right now, know.
2: let's see. <laughs>
1: we, have, six seven we have maybe have six or time. seven active projects, but the thing is, our portfolio gets too full, and so we have to keep selling we them. Sell, In fact, yeah. this summer we need a sell-off. We're too full right now to do do them all justice. Um, so. Uh, I don't know, I, I think we've built maybe a dozen or so sites to success and real money, uh, but I think right now we're six or seven right, right. now. So console. is
2: the end goal to sell the sites? Is the end goal to make money from the sites? What's the end goal?
1: Normally, we
0: would just own them and just keep making money from them for years and years and years. Um, the thing is that in our particular circumstance, we're teaching. And um, in order to be relevant teachers, we need to be practitioners as well. That's how we feel. And so if we're not actively starting something new every year,
1: at least, then we are outdated. Um, Yeah, we don't. There are so many Internet marketing people, even like pillars in the industry that haven't started anything from scratch in years. Yeah, they're they're doing Internet marketing every day, but they haven't started from scratch in a long time. And that's how we feel like we owe our audience that to start from scratch. No unfair advantages over and over again because that's where most of them are. Most of them are starting from scratch. And so, eh, there was a time when my business wasn't doing well. About three years in, um, I had been making a ton of money. Uh, it was going really good. And then, it just started to peter out. I was going 40000 a month and 30 and 20 and 10, things weren't going well. And I was desperate trying to figure out what I was doing wrong. I was still pretty new to it. I'd only been doing internet marketing for two, for two years really at that point. And so I, I wasn't sure. I, in hindsight, I know exactly what I was doing wrong, but I didn't know at the time what I was doing. And there was one particular well-known person in internet marketing who I'd always listened to uh, on podcasts and things to kind of learn things. He's who I learned from. Um, And at the time that my business wasn't doing well and I was struggling trying to figuring everything out, every podcast was like about his public speaking career and stuff. And I was like, he kind of ticked me off, honestly. Like, Not that 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 person owed me anything, but I just, I needed help. And that person wasn't being relevant to me uh, in the audience anymore. And so we've just decided that's just one of our core beliefs in the business is if we're gonna teach it we need to be where our audience is. And that means right. starting from scratch.
0: And so for us, like, yep, selling them off is something we do, but that was, that's not really the end goal. Um, if I were doing what we're teaching, I would build a website, a YouTube channel, whatever, and I would do it with the intent of being an influencer in that space and just owning it. Because usually when you sell like a website, you get two to two and a half years worth of revenue. Um, that's about what you sell them for. Um, Whereas if I kept it, I could continue to earn that income indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, it, you know, anyway, normally from an investment standpoint, I'd, I would just hold them. So long answer to your question.
2: <laughs> no, no, but that, that's, I appreciate it because um, I never really think of an exit strategy when I create a website, and I can be like, like right. ah, yeah, let's just create it and try to make money. But when I go into any other business outside of creating a website, I always think of an exit strategy. I always right. think of that. And so uh, when you guys say, oh, we probably should sell some, I'm like, man, that's a great thing. Now. Uh, you just said, Jim, that you figured out or you knew what the problem was. I, I'm dying to know. It went from 40, 20, all the way oh, down. Oh yeah, sorry. What was the problem? Uh, yeah,
1: I did kind of tease right there, didn't I? I didn't. It's in the book. To. Just go by. Yeah, just that's kidding. right. Go by work energy. It's available on Audible and Amazon. Just kidding. Um. So so what had happened is I was I had an online course about photography and I had good traffic, three hundred thousand people a month coming to the site. And um, what I did is each month I would open up whatever. 75, 100 seats in this course. And then each day I would email you a lesson for 30 days. And it was like a 30-day jumpstart your photography kind of deal, right? And so, the marketing of it was beautiful. I had 300,000 people coming. I had 100 seats. And so, I'd make 10 grand every month from that course. And it added that I had other courses and opened to 200 seats, et cetera, right? Uh, So, eventually, we get up to to $40,000 a month plus the affiliate and everything in there, right? Well, what I decided to do is, what every entrepreneur should do, right, is scale. And I thought, well, right now I can't scale this because I'm limited to how many seats I can have every month. And so where I used to have 100 people in each course a month, I said, well, what if I just open it up and I hire an employee to make it so I can take an unlimited number of seats. And so I did that. And the first couple of months, we killed it, right? Um, and then uh, I was like, well, now it stinks because I'm only making sales on the first day of each month. Um, And so, it'd be great if because people come to my sales page and they say, it's not on sale for another 15 days. And so, I should open this up. I could make a lot more sales. I'm wasting 29 days of sales for that one day where I open it up. And so, I made it kind of evergreen. So, you could really sign up whenever you want and you'd start getting your lesson the next day. I was just building and expanding the business, and. All of a sudden, when I looked back on these sales that had dwindled, even though I had made the courses better and put much more into it and opened more opportunities for people, I realized like, ah, you know why it's not selling is because the first few months when it was limited, I would post on Facebook at the time, Facebook guy, we had a big community there and I would say, hey, this course sold out in 75 seconds last month. We're opening it up now, go. And what would happen? 75 seconds later, I had $10,000. Because it sold out and there was that scarcity, it was going. And so, in hindsight, it seems so obvious what, what the problem was. I had just thrown a grenade on my best marketing tool it was the urgency and scarcity of this course. I just threw a grenade on it trying to scale it. But at the time... I just didn't see it. I was so focused on no, I improved it. I made it better. I'm scaling. I'm doing what an entrepreneur is supposed to do, and I just didn't see it. Yeah. So and then yeah, go ahead. Sorry.
2: I'm just following quickly. Following up. So you would suggest that the scarcity for definitely for your business, but is it for all type of online courses and online memberships? Is that like is that that big of a deal? Because it sounds like for your business, it absolutely was. But does that translate to other businesses?
1: I don't think it always does. Right. Um, for example, on Income School, our courses open all the time. Uh, if you want to learn how to SEO, how to create a YouTube channel, do exactly what we're doing. Our course, Project 24, you can go by it anytime. It's always open. No scarcity for it. Um, and we are, it's selling like crazy. Uh, the problem was I was built on social media on a kind of different model um, at, the, at the time. And online courses were really novel and new. Uh, back in the time, and so people needed a little prick to go try it, right? And now everybody knows what an online course is. They know it's a great way to learn information, and so it's it's just a it's just different. Scarcity can be fantastic, but it's not the only way to go.
0: Uh, yeah, I would say that the reason that it caused an issue was because that was the existing marketing, and that is what worked um, mm-hmm. because the the sales were so heavily driven by social media and not by just transactional daily um, traffic on the website. I mean, the people got to know Jim and they learned a lot from him on the website, absolutely. But it was that social media interaction that led to the sale um, and the scarcity. Mm -hmm. And where, again, once you took that out, then now there's no sudden push like, oh, I need to do it now or it's not available. Um, So in that particular instance, that was the issue.
1: And, And the day came when the business kept dwindling. I had to let go of my employees. I walked into the office and said, I'm sorry. It's me. I failed you. Uh, you've done good work, but the business just isn't profitable. And so this was many years ago, but I had to let everybody go. And I came back into that office feeling like an absolute loser um, the next day. And I'm walking into the office and we've sold off all the furniture and stuff. And it's literally my desk in the middle of a huge room and nothing on the walls, nothing. And I was just like, okay. I got to figure this out. And I reached out to the world for a mentor everywhere. And my podcasting people that I'd relied on just wanted to talk about their public speaking career. I paid for mentoring sessions from successful entrepreneurs, um, internet marketers, and again, a very well-known person. He had, you know, consulting, you could pay him. And I ponied up big money for this thing uh, so that he could show me what I had done wrong. And I had prayed and planned for this meeting to talk with them to just somebody show me what was wrong, right? Um, And the time comes and he's late, whatever. I keep calling, 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 emailing him like, hey, I paid for this session. Where is he? And uh, like an hour later, uh, I get an email that says, hey, today's not good. Can we reschedule? And I was just (laughs) so Yeah, broken. Like I felt like such a loser, and there was not a person on planet Earth that was gonna help me. And so I put my back against the wall and started breaking stuff. And just not not literally. Like I just started (laughs) pushing this business. I was like, I am going to fix this. So I was listening to a podcast about flash sales. um, About especially on Black Friday is a great day for it, but it could happen anytime. I made a bunch of photography courses and presets and all kinds of stuff, a bunch of digital products, put it all in one bundle. If you were to buy all the digital products separately, it'd be 2,000 bucks. And I sold it for $40 in this little bundle. I just, this was the best product that I could possibly put together. And I spent a month doing it. And I said, all right, I'm a failed business if I don't get this sale to go. I, numbers are dwindling month after month. And so I sat in that office day after day, just cranking at this product, making it, making it, making it. Um, and then I, on Black Friday, uh, I launched it for $40 and I had a Instagram post and a blog post and an email and a YouTube video and a podcast. And I put a plastered to everywhere. Um, and I woke up at midnight, went to the office. I pressed publish. And I went and slept for a couple, day, for a couple hours just restlessly. Um, came in that next morning and I had made a huge amount of money. Um, and in four days, I made $150,000 uh, from that sale. Um, and I started doing that every year. And, and one year I did $250,000 in a week. Um, and that was really the thing where I finally just said, the world isn't going to solve this for me. I've got to figure it out. Um, and lots of things have changed since then. We've, uh, flash sales are different because uh, Facebook ads aren't nearly as cheap as they used to be, etc. Uh, but to me, that was a major turning point as an entrepreneur uh, where I just realized like, no one is going to show me the way. No one is going to fix this for me. If I want this business to succeed, I am the only person on planet earth who is going to get it done. And so, it's time to go break some stuff and, and make things happen yeah, yeah so but,
2: now you've gone from from all this to where now you're starting to break things and you're starting to fix things up and now just like in my real estate business I had to figure out everything on my own now I could have paid twenty thirty thousand dollars to somebody to, to show me how to do it if they would have showed up but I literally did it myself and whatever worked, I kept in the business. Whatever didn't work, I ripped it out and I just threw it away. Yeah. And now I have a step-by-step system that I always go through when I build a business and you have that too. And I, what I love is when I go watch your guys' videos, you guys have actively, and I, you just talked about this earlier, you're, uh, you're always proactive, you're always testing things, you're already doing all this stuff and rather than saying, hey, this worked 10 years ago and this is what you should do. No, you're like, this is what we are doing right now because I, I know there are quite a few real estate people who teach real estate, but they don't actually invest anymore. I still invest in real estate. I still do all that stuff myself, so I completely appreciate that. Now, what I wanna ask from you guys is, if somebody listening or watching this, that they say, you know what? I really want that. I want to just start helping people and I want to use online marketing to do that. Let's just say you have a, a quote unquote niche site, but I have a site where I want to talk about, and I, I was thinking, okay, what can, I, what can I maybe stump, not stump them on, but like, let me give them my idea and see if they can work, we can work through this through. So my idea would be barbecue. Let's do a barbecue website, a niche site, because I know I, I like barbecuing in general, but I like smoking a little more. I mean, is barbecuing too big? Should I niche down to smoking? Like, how, how, where should we start with the niche idea and then keep moving step by step to where we actually can start generating income?
1: Okay. I'm literally typing into Google right now, best barbecue grill. And when I do so, there are site after site after site of well-known sites. I mean, Art of Manliness and really well-known websites that are giving me the best barbecue grills. And so what most people do when they want to start something like this is they're like, okay, I'm going to start writing about barbecues. Well, my favorite grill is the Weber Grillmaster or whatever. And they just start making a site. Um, That's a recipe for a Uh, years of frustration uh if you go about it that way we found a little bit of a better way
0: that's right so we like to take a little bit more of a side approach to making money right from the websites because the traditional approach has been like okay i want to make a site about barbecues i like barbecuing um so yeah let's write that article best barbecues of 2019 uh best best smokers best um uh
1: Best spatulas of 2019. Right, uh, the best grill you know, plates the of the best, uh, best. Whatever, grill the side box smokers,
0: the best cup. Co- yeah, exactly. And it's totally best 100% product smokers focused. Under yeah. <laughs> smokers under
1: five hundred dollars. Best smokers under six hundred dollars.
0: But what we would do is we would go to Google, right, and we would just start typing in search terms related to barbecues, right? Um,
2: I'm yeah. literally doing this live.
1: Yeah, he's doing this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so if and you're watching it on YouTube, they're literally doing this right now. So yeah.
1: I'm ty- typing "barbecue space," and then we're looking for and so "barbecue Google's. space," and then the letter A, um, and we see barbecue accessories. Um, and then we go to barbecue space B, and we see a lot of those barbecue are, uh,
0: brisket. People want to know about brisket, obviously. Barbecue chicken, chicken sandwich, covers.
1: barbecue delivery, barbecue. How about we go barbecue grill a okay now we see best barbecue grill at walmart could be interesting uh barbecue uh grill b barbecue C. you get the idea right. barbecue grill cleaner um now we're barbecue grill canopy barbecue grill cleaning service <laughs> now we're That's starting to see some ideas that are just outside of best barbecue And so now I can write something like, um, you know, how to find a barbecue uh, grill cleaning service in your area. And maybe that's something people are really uh, Googling. Maybe um, it's how to uh, set up a canopy over your barbecue grill. Most people are skipping this kind of thing and instead just going for the jugular every time and just writing best barbecue grill. Easy
0: to monetize content. But by everything that Google suggests to us, they're suggesting it because it's something that people are actually typing in. It's things people are actually searching. And so we create content based on what people are looking for. And then monetizing that content later is easy. I mean, if you talk about, you know, how to, how to set up a a barbecue canopy, well, it's, it's not a far stretch to now recommend your favorite canopies, right? Um, You don't have to just say what's the best canopy. That's, you know people nowadays especially people are going straight to amazon and reading reviews there right or it's sometimes even amazon is like putting their own reviews up right that they've had people write straight on amazon they, they're trying to cut bloggers out um and so by taking that sort of indirect approach we create content that everybody else is ignoring now you asked the question about do you you know niche down to smokers, right? I like smokers more, is barbecue too broad? Um, Usually what we think is like if there's a topic that you want to write about um, and it is kind of specific like, okay smoking, which I don't think is too specific by the way for a website, what I'd probably do is start with smoking as the main content for the site but I'd probably pick a domain name that's a level up. that allows you some flexibility. Let's say smoking turns out to be just a smaller
1: industry than you thought. Or you write one blog post on, you know, grilling, grilling turnips that just goes crazy, right? Right. Now you wish it wasn't the smoker site right. because you're finding like your success in grilling vegetables is doing really well for right. you. So if you choose a name that's a little bit more, a little bit just bigger than what bigger. you're writing about, you can pivot, you can move, you can try things. But yeah, I would say,
0: again, it's, it's kind of hard to say, but um, as far as something being too specific, if it's something that there's a tribe that exists, right? If there's a magazine about this, if there's a forum, um, a subreddit dedicated to this, if there's a tribe of people, it's not too small. And so again, like smoking, I think it'd be a great topic for a website.
1: So once we've decided our topic and we're, we've gone through this, you know, barbecue, grill, A, B, C, et cetera, to find some specific topics that we're going to write about, we're going to start writing blog posts. We're going to start with the most oddball kind of questions and shorter posts around a thousand words. And then when we get to the more competitive terms, something like just best barbecue, um, at that point, we're going to be writing a 3,500 word, put your best effort into it, uh, everything. But those come later after you've established some credibility with Google. Now, there's also the sidestep method. This is how I would build a blog and go for it. You can totally be successful with it. But I mentioned how many reviews there are of Best Barbecue Grill. Go to YouTube and do the same thing. You will be shocked. Shocked. (laughs) Because what you would hope for, if I search Best Barbecue Grill, what I would hope for is somebody that has six barbecue grills out there. They're using them all. They leave them out in the rain and see if they're rusting. They see which ones stick cooking the same things. They see which ones hold the temperature best with all six barbecue grills and they ride it. I bet you anything, if you go to YouTube right now, you will not find that. Maybe there's one person who's done it, who's killing it but you will not find it you will find these videos of stock photos and a voiceover of like no the Weber 742 uh and talking and they about list the this features girl. right like or it's you get, so easy right now on YouTube. It's so easy to stick out. Just do what people want. It's not that hard to create that kind of content.
0: And even if you can't go buy six smokers or six grills Don't right tell now, your wife. like, yeah, just, <laughs> it's a business expense, honey. It's a business expense. I can write this off. No. Um, <laughs> like if, if it is something though, like you have experience in, right. You're, you've been, grilling and smoking for years, then you can you can go on a video and say, Look, I've used this one, I've used this one, My my friends use this one. Like I've
1: Yeah, go drag and steal out. from all your buddies and yeah. say, I'm gonna come pick up all your barbecue grills this <laughs> afternoon. Well just, right? just
0: talk about what you know from actual experience. And I think that's what is a lot easier to get across on YouTube than it is in a blog. In a blog it's like here I'm presenting information for you. Um, on YouTube it's like here let me show you. Um,
2: and you Yeah, and there's so little of that that when you do it, it takes off. That's great. Now, I know with Income School, you guys have a whole 60 steps in the process of creating these income sites. now, there's way out of the scope to go through each one of these, but can you give us the high level, so we, get, we want to start writing, What first figure out what we're going to be talking about, go through it like you just did with Google, um, Jim, you just went through and just looked at a whole bunch of different things, and then we want to start writing articles, writing oddball ones that can just answer a specific question to writing a pillar post, and that's 3,500 words, it, what are other things that we should be doing as we're building up these
1: sites? So basically it's going to go, you select what topic you're, you're going after and how big or small you should go. Then you're going to set up by your .com, um, You're going to put a logo on it. Do the just very basic design basic at first. Branding. Don't go crazy on the design at first until we have a lot of content. Why? Because you're going to spend all the time designing it and then you add content and It looks different. It's hard to do the design without content. So you just start writing. We're going to write, um, once you have your hit list of all the posts, 30 for posts that you're going to write, we're going to order them from the most oddball question to the biggest topic that probably gets the most searches. And you're going to start with the most oddball question uh, because that's probably the least competitive in Google. It's a very specific question. Something like, how much does a barbecue grill weigh I doubt there's much competition for it and I bet your people Google it. Um, and so um, you, you're starting to write those kind of posts, a thousand words, maybe you write 10 of the thousand words Then we're going to go to what we call our staple posts. You'll write 10 of those 2,500 word posts. And then you'll go to those big topics that are more competitive. Maybe want to take a couple days and really put everything into. Those are our pillar posts. We're going to write 10 of those. And then we want to do some promotion. I think it's smart to start a YouTube channel to send some traffic to that blog. Maybe spend a little bit of time on Pinterest, etc. But that is Minimal. I would spend 90% of my time just making content. I promise Google's going to find you if it's good. And 10% of my time doing a design of the site, doing a little promotion of it, etc. That's the basic get you started in the next 60 days.
2: Cause I remember you said in one of your videos or actually multiple times, you say you want to have 30 articles, you know, of varying lengths and all the sort of answering different ones, but 30, you want to work really, really hard to get 30 articles and then move on. Is that correct? I, I would
0: say that that's like, that is a foundation. You've got to have Minimum that. There's viable product. Yeah. If to get any sort of, um, you know, organic links right that link velocity to have anything if if you spread out those first 30 articles over the course of a year there's a reasonable chance that your site never takes off and so that's why we say like like put your head down and don't lift it up again until you've got 30 pieces of content out there at which point now it's time to get into a normal routine for some websites you know everything is going to be super evergreen. You might never write more than 100 articles on it. For others, you want to get into a publishing schedule of one or two posts a week. Um, But those first 30 is just kind of a a minimum by all. That's to get started. Got it. Yeah.
2: Now, from there, we're going to be scaling or trying to scale. Now, I know with Income School, you have the Project 24, which in 24 months, you're hopefully going to be able to replace your income. Is that correct? That's the plan. So give us the broad overview of Project 24 because that sounds amazing. And like I said in the very beginning, no time in the history of the world can you actually do something like this within <laughs> 24 months, being able to literally not have to work a job. So give us the broad overview because it sounds amazing to be able to do that. Well,
1: I, I've got to say one thing uh, is, no one gives you 60 steps to anything. They give you three, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody says you're gonna get something awesome in two years. That's just not a message you hear on the internet. Everything is like now, you know, now how you now. to become a millionaire next month and uh, this quick growth hack to this and that, um, three easy steps to make an income online. Um, and so we want to be real with people. Um, we definitely have plenty of people in our program who have done that in actually a little bit less than 24 months have gotten there. But if you start with an expectation, uh, it, it, if you were to take Ricky and you were to say, hey, you just lost all your websites. You got to start from scratch. I guarantee you he would have a full-time income in six months. I know he can, but somebody's just starting out like you're going to make a lot of mistakes and figure things out. And so, I think 24 months is a reasonable goal for a lot of people. Some are going to exceed it. Some are never going to get there. Not everyone will succeed. That's what business is. But I think it's a reasonable goal to do it. And so, we give you four things in Project 24 to help you get there. First, a library of online courses. Um, We'll give you exactly over the shoulder, step by step. This is how you do your keyword research. This is how you write an article. This is the template for creating it. Um, This is how you get traffic. This is how you monetize it. So, a library of online courses. It's not just one course. There are A lot, email marketing and YouTube and uh, how to make your info product and all kinds of courses in there. Um, The second thing that you're going to get is tools. Your WordPress theme, there are, we became very frustrated with a lot of WordPress themes. There are some great ones out there, but there are. We became frustrated that what we needed uh, wasn't out there. Uh, that was crazy fast and killed it on SEO. And so we built one that with those two features built into it. Uh, and it's free for Project 24 members. You're going to need an affiliate plugin to uh, work much more, affiliate, much more productively with your affiliate links. And that's free for Project 24 members. So you have a library of courses and tools. You're going to have a ton of questions of just how do I do this? I'm stuck my blog isn't succeeding. How do I get over this problem? Just entrepreneurship is just knocking down problems. And so we have a forum where we are in there every day answering people's questions. People are helping each other. Our employees are in there helping people to not get stuck. Um, And then the last thing we have is giving you the up-to-date minute-to-minute what's working right now in internet marketing. We have a weekly podcast that goes out to our members um, and that kind of thing. So it's four things that we give you in Project 24 to help you succeed with your project.
2: That's fantastic. And imagine anybody listening or watching this in 24 months. And I completely agree. Usually it's like three steps and you're going to get it now. And same thing with, with everything I teach about in master passive income with real estate. I say, if you're getting, if you want a get rich quick scheme, this is not it for you. This is rental properties. Yeah. We're going to be getting wealthy and at, at a plan. We have a map that's going to get you there. Eventually, it took me six years to be able to replace my income. Now you're talking about 24 months to be able to replace. That's just amazing. So now I you guys have given so many great things. I want to jump into the rapid fire round. Now, the rapid fire round, I'm going ask you guys a few questions that you guys should easily come off, off the top of your head. Now, the first question is after we quit our job, we have a little, hopefully a little bit of extra time um, because we're not working 40 plus, 50 plus hours a week for a job. How are you trying to give back to either make the world a better place or just the people around you or your community? How are you giving back?
0: I see lots of ways. (laughs) Um, Number one is just like, we try to both for the, you know, paid members of our uh, Project 24, but also like on our YouTube channel and stuff, we just try to give the best value we possibly can. We often go to great personal expense to do things that people aren't willing to do, to share things that people aren't willing to share, to help enable people to lift themselves out of their current situation. Um, every time I hear on social media, somebody will post an article about how, um, the American dream is dead and life is awful. And nobody, you know, people are just trying to hold everybody else down. And I'm like, there are ways it's not just our way, but there are ways. And let me show you, let me lift you up. Um, but outside of that, you know, um,
1: we do lots of things. Ricky's been a scoutmaster forever. We both donate a pretty good chunk of our percentage of our incomes to to nonprofits and uh, serving in the community. We serve in our churches. Ricky donates to (laughs) schools and uh, there's a lot we do. And plus just how much time both of us spend with people who are down and out. Uh, It's almost a weekly basis that 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 we have somebody coming into the office uh, who's just heard about us and just is kind of down and out and needs some help. And we're uh, just spending time with people, just showing them how to do it, even those who aren't paid. That's great. you um, are just uh, trying to help get them on track.
2: Awesome. Okay, next question is, if you were, and I want both of you guys to answer separately, if you were to go back and give yourself 20 years ago, 25 years ago, some advice, like one piece of advice that you give your younger self, what would it be?
1: Would I would say don't don't worry about the expectations that have been set before you. The course was laid. You go to high school, you go to bachelor's degree, you get an ed- advanced degree. You become a professional and you work on that job for 30 years. Uh, It's just, it's what I grew up with. My dad was a great provider, very consistent for us. And I really appreciate that. Um, And I took that into my career. I went and got a bachelor's degree and it left me at the dollar store. I went and got a law degree and became a lawyer. And where did that get me? Got me 90,000 bucks in debt. Um, And things only started happening when I just said, you know what, this is not the life I planned or expected or the direction I thought I was going to go. But this is what's going to what's working for me. And I'm so I'm going to just go for it.
2: Awesome. How about you, Ricky?
0: You know, um, I would say that that's um, a big part of what I would tell myself, especially in terms of like your career path. But I would say Pretty much the same thing is true in terms of kind of other expectations. Uh, Jim and I have actually both talked about this quite a bit. Like if we could tell ourselves in high school, um, you know, what to worry about, like we would worry so much less about so like everything. (laughs) Um, Fear, man. Yeah. You
1: look back and you
0: think of everything you were just afraid of. You're afraid to say the wrong thing because your friends might not like you. You're afraid to dress the wrong way because um, people won't think it's cool. And I'm like, who decides what's cool? The people that are confident and not afraid, that's who decides what's cool. Um, and so if, yeah, if I could go back 25 years and tell myself or anybody that's young something, I'd say, like, don't be afraid to to just step outside of your comfort zone and step outside of everyone else's comfort zone and just do
1: the things that, that make you happy. And, and Ricky's doing that, I can attest to that. I texted him on Saturday. And you, you saw the Tesla Cybertruck, right, Dustin? The announcement, I think everybody did. Well, I was looking at a side-by-side, you know, like a big four-wheeler, like a mini little Jeep, right? People mob around in the mountains with them. They're very popular where we live anyway. Um, so, I texted him a picture of this side-by-side I saw on a Facebook marketplace listing and a picture of the Cybertruck. And I said, do you think we could rip the body off this and weld the Cybertruck onto it? And- <laughs> <laughs> And he texts back, and he's like, "Yes." <laughs> Eight hours later, we spent we bought a site. We bought a side by side. We shut down the whole office for a week, and we've been in my shop. Not one of us knew how to weld ever, um, yeah. and we've built this thing. And gosh, it looks cool. <laughs> it's getting there. <laughs> it looks cool, and so you know, it's just for a marketing deal. But it's exactly what, we're, what you're what you were saying. It's not that-
0: something that I would have ever ever thought I would do to just say, yeah, let's go for it. I would have looked at that and said, ah, oh, it's going to cost a lot. It's going to be hard. It's going to, you know, what happens if the video, the marketing stuff doesn't do well, then we just wasted all this money. But I looked at that and I thought, no, actually it's totally doable. Um, let's make a plan. It's for worth how we taking can do this. a
1: shot at the goal. Is it yeah. going to fail? I don't know, but it's worth taking a shot at the goal.
2: That's brilliant. (laughs) So I definitely want you guys to send me that picture. I want to see what it looks like, or (laughs) I want to be able to, however marketing you're going to be doing it. So the next question is if somebody is thinking, man, I just need to get started. Now they already think I need to get started. They already want to get started. What is the first step? Like what should they do? That's going to get them going on this path.
1: I would. Okay. You got to select a niche before you can really take any meaningful step. But to me, the very first thing that you really need to do is you need to commit to making it work. Like commit to one path that you're going to make work. We see so many people in the internet marketing industry who like do this Amazon FBA thing for six months. And as soon as they run into their first obstacle, they're done. And then they do this, uh, you know, this, cl- this click funnels thing, this paid ad strategy for a while. Nothing wrong with those two businesses at all. But how many people have we seen who have been like, I've been in the internet marketing industry for eight years. I've tried everything. I'm still going to a day job, which is fine if they want to, but they feel like it was a failure, you know, just yep. still haven't hit it. Just say, hey, I'm going to be a blogger. I'm going to be an FBI guy. I'm going to do this. And I know it is possible for people to make money there. And so, that is my course and I will not stop until I am there. Um, And decide whatever it is, if it were me, it would be YouTube in 2020. Um, For me personally, having tried a lot of internet marketing stuff in 2020, I say, I hate the word easy, the clearest path to success in a reasonable time period is probably YouTube for a lot of people. Some people will have other skills and whatever, but if it were me and I were starting from scratch, that's what I would do.
0: And I actually had virtually the same thought. I would say, you know, set an objective for yourself. And maybe if you you need to, put a time limit on it. Say, look, I know it's possible to succeed in this, doing this thing. And I should be able to succeed in this amount of time. And I'm going to give it my all for this long or until I accomplish this thing. Um, we've done that and we've told people to do that a lot with like the 60 steps, right? Like put your head down and don't stop until you've hit those 30 articles at least after that, you know, take a breather, whatever. But, um, if you don't, we've had so many people that were like, well, I tried this and it didn't work. And we look at their site and we're like, you have seven articles. Like you didn't actually give it a shot. And so I think that's, that's really the thing is and you we- just have to commit to following through
1: Yes, and we also see people who didn 't write seven articles. They wrote sixty. They really put a lot of work into this. Just didn't get there. just didn't quite take off right And so they say ah i'm going to go now become the dog trainer guy now i 'm going to become the leadership success podcast, etc. You got to say you gotta have in your mind I know YouTube or podcasting or blogging or whatever platform you choose." I know that is a viable platform and I know the industry I'm in, dog training, ukulele playing, whatever, whatever I've chosen for my topic. I know that's a viable topic. And once you have that confidence in the platform and the topic, you can't change anymore. Yeah, Follow that until you make it work. If you've written 60 posts, you've learned a ton
0: over the process of, lear- of writing 60 posts.
1: Yep. Um, If you start somewhere else, you're starting from scratch and learning all the mistakes of what doesn't work again. I'm not saying just do the same thing over and over again. I am saying that most people quit right before they've learned enough where they could finally succeed.
2: That's fantastic. That's great. Great advice. What is one or two tools? It could be an app. It could be a power tool. It could be a range finder, whatever it might be. What are one or two tools that are really beneficial to you right now that we should be able to look at and use?
0: I use, um, on my iPhone, the notes app to record like anything that I'm thinking, anything that needs to happen, whatever. Um, I use the reminders app to, um, I mean, this is how I organize myself. It's like, oh, I need to remember to do that tomorrow. If I put it in my reminders app, then I don't have to think about it anymore. And what it does is it just takes all the pressure off me. I don't have to, I don't have to hold things in my brain anymore. Um, I use those things even more than I use a calendar, but I use a calendar app too. Like Those are super, super basic tools um, that are av- available for Android users as well. But um, I use those every day, virtually every hour. Um, to just keep myself organized otherwise my mind is just racing all the
1: time I'll give two one is this little box right here it's called the Tascam dr 10 l it's just a simple lavalier microphone Um, oh man if you're doing anything online this thing is a lifesaver because it's a lavalier microphone but most of them are wireless and it connects to the camera right to sync it which is a benefit Except it's always breaking and stuff. This has the sound recorder built into the little box that clips in your pocket with just a wire up to what the mic that clips on your shirt. And so it works 100% of the time with video and it sounds good. If you're making a YouTube channel, this has been a lifesaver that for you. plus a cell phone. Yeah. Makes
0: a pretty high quality video.
1: And then the other audio device that I would recommend. Roadcaster Pro, amazing. All kinds of different uh, MP3 recorders and stuff like that for our podcasting. Oh my goodness this thing is awesome. <laughs> it does all your processing in it, your compressor, limiter, gate, DS or everything. So when you're done with the podcast it is done. You know, we can do, get our nice mics to send to you. We can pipe you in over bluetooth in it. You can have your intro and outro music on a button to just press right there. It is dang cool. Uh, if you're doing anything with podcasting, uh, it's just it's good nice find. to have. It's a little bit, was it like $700? I don't remember you bought it. <laughs> uh, but oh my gosh, totally worth it if you're podcasting.
2: Awesome. Last question. What is one nonfiction book that you guys would suggest that would be beneficial for us to read? Uh, which one?
0: <laughs> well, Can work I
2: energy? give mine? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, Jim. Go right ahead. <laughs> uh,
1: so it's called Work Energy, um, and I've spent years writing the book and getting it just right. It's this message. It's actually about um, how, creating an on, uh, an online business, but also bigger than that of just uh, going after your goals and teaching a framework for doing that. I make it a bucket list of fifty things to do in life when I was fifteen years old. And it's like kind of controlled my life for those goals. I knocked one off today, by the way. I didn't tell you this, man. Didn't tell me that. Uh, we were making the Cybertruck in my garage. We had an itty-bitty house fire. And I got to use a fire extinguisher on a real fire. <laughs> and so, I knocked something off my list. Um, you know, I believe like not to get too spiritual on you, but I believe the purpose of life is for me to just improve. For me to become a better kinder, more capable person and to make my family the same things. I think that's what I'm here for. And so if I'm not stretching myself, and if I'm too comfortable just doing the same things that I already know how to do, I don't feel like I'm accomplishing what I'm here for. And so um, that's what the book is really about is uh, not the physical philosophical part, but the uh, just learning to take 2020 and become something that you're not right now um, to go Mm. after some goals. So it's called Work Energy, it's available on Audible and on Amazon, Kindle, paperback, hardback, the whole thing.
0: Um, I'll, I'll, I'll share one as well, um, just because this isn't just an advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I, we've both read a lot of nonfiction books. I think the one that I read that was probably most impactful on me um, that I read years ago, and some people might find it a boring read, it's kind of long, but The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. Um, really changed the way that, my, that I approach life. And actually, like the conclusion I drew from that was very similar to what Jim's talking about, about just like, if I can be a really, really great person in a lot of ways, like a really good person, um, incorporating these habits, like I will be more successful in every area of my life. I'll be more successful as a father, as a husband, as a businessman, um, you know, as a business partner. So uh, that was probably the most impactful book I've read.
2: That's great. And it's a fantastic book as well. And Jim, I'm definitely going to check out your book. So I'm really glad that you guys are on here. You guys are fantastic. There's so many other questions that I know I have, but everybody else is going to have. How can somebody reach out? How can they find out about Project 24 and income school and all that good stuff if they want to work with you?
1: Probably best is go to our YouTube channel and just search for Income School, subscribe. You'll see YouTube kind of re- suggesting our videos and uh, listen to what we have to say. We'll explain more of our methods and exactly what we're doing. Um, and in the videos, you'll you'll hear us talking about Project 24. If you decide it's, it's for you, it's at incomeschool.com slash project 24. And we have information there, but you know what? Do not let price stop you. Uh, if a paid course uh, and you know, you're going to learn from our years of trial and failure and what worked and didn't, I know we can earn our keep there if you take the course. But if you don't take the course, it's just not, I lived in a hotel. I, I would not have bought an internet marketing course at the time, right? Don't let that stop you. If that's you, just go to our YouTube channel and we teach a lot for free too. No excuses, whatever you do, find a way, pick it, and go after it. And if it's not our method, you want to go after Amazon FBA or something, you want to go after real estate investing, go after that. Pick whatever your platform is, um, but whatever you pick, stick with it. Awesome. You guys are fantastic.
2: Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate your time and all the great wisdom. So thank you guys for being on the show. Thanks, Thanks, Dustin. All right, guys, take care. This was a fantastic interview where we're learning how to actually get people to come to our websites, having Google send us people to our sites and then pay us money for ads that we show them. It's absolutely amazing how we can actually create many different sites. I'll tell you right now, I personally have like five or six different sites that I'm putting articles out, I'm putting contents out. What's great is I can literally pass these down to my kids. I can hire them, you know, hire them as editors, as writers, as people, you know, kids, or kids, or but like employees making images and all that sort of stuff. And then as they're working in the business, I could eventually give them that business. Just imagine if you had a business that was making $5,000 a month and you could literally give that one business, that one site to one of your kids, or you had an eight sites that did that. That'd be $40,000 a month if you had eight sites making $5,000. It is so amazing to be able to get that passive income from these sites. Remember, get my best-selling book completely for free, How to Quit Your Job with Passive Income. Successfully Successfullyunemployed.co forward slash free book forward slash free book. It's all one word, but you guys are amazing. Thank you so much for being here. If you got anything out of the show, I'd love it if you just shared it with one person that would really help get everybody realizing that they can become successfully unemployed and never work that nine to five J-O-B ever again. All right, guys, you take care. I will see you next time where we interview another fantastic expert showing us how to be successfully unemployed. See ya.